We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, I'm Joe Connolly from WCBS News Radio. Crime has become an issue for businesses, an important one. We're joined today by one of the leading experts on fighting crime, former New York City Police Commissioner Bill Bratton, now executive chairman of Tenio, Global Consulting and Risk Advisory Services of New York. Producer Neil A. Caruso will join in this interview, too. Commissioner Bratton, what are some of the steps that small businesses especially can take to reduce crime? Networking, collaboration, uh, technology, networking. Uh, Small business owners should certainly be in contact with their local precinct. The local precincts in New York have extensive uh, ability to assist small businesses in dealing with prevention of crime and certainly when crime does occur, how to report it, how to follow up and hopefully apprehend anybody involved in that crime. Uh, precincts have the precinct commanding officer, they have community service officers. They have neighborhood coordinating officers who are the officers who actually work in the sectors that these uh, businesses may be located. Technology, uh, technology today is so simple to acquire, so simple to use, and oftentimes is a good preventive uh, uh, tool that small businesses can employ in protecting their property, both internally and externally. Thirdly, uh, when I talk about collaboration, it is uh, important to effectively work with your neighbors. Many of these small businesses are located right beside other small businesses. So the more they tend to interact with each other, understanding that they can effectively be force multipliers in protecting their store, their block, their street, their neighborhood, that's certainly something that they definitely want to do. Then awareness, awareness of what is going on in uh, the neighborhood. Uh, there are a number of uh, uh, devices out there now. One is the, an app called Citizen. Citizen app is a notification uh, that monitors 911 calls to the NYPD. And it gives out information about specific events, crime, emergencies, fires, et cetera, that are happening within a geographic area. So there's just one additional type of tool using technology that's available to small businesses. Any other examples of technology, just briefly? Uh, in terms of certainly the uh, the camera systems, I think, are premier, that uh, the idea of being able to record what's going on. They are a great deterrent uh, in the sense of uh, thieves, potential thieves, understanding that their actions, their activities are potentially being recorded. 
And the technology uh, uh, in the sense of alarm systems, uh, it is always beneficial to uh, be hooked up to an alarm system that can notify you not only of certainly crime issues, but certainly other fires, et cetera, in, in their uh, establishments. And these systems are, are, are relatively inexpensive in today's day and age. It's interesting that you write near the top, mentioned staying better in better touch with the police. A Bronx business owner was just telling me the other day, he said, we're staying in much better contact with the police. And I didn't realize there were that many higher level people in the precinct up above the patrol people on the street that you mentioned? Well, actually, in terms of uh, two of them that I mentioned, the community service officer, uh, those are the individuals you often see in those light blue coats at uh, events and demonstrations, et cetera. Uh, but there's the neighborhood coordinating officer, a position I created when I was commissioner and then was fully implemented by Commissioner O'Neill and Dermot Shea and now the new commissioner. Uh, each, the, we resected the whole city. Every precinct now has four or five sectors, and in each of those sectors are several neighborhood coordinating officers whose role is effectively to be full-time in that sector, in that precinct, networking with the business community. So it is incumbent on business owners to effectively, through their precinct, find out who those officers are. Better to be engaged with the police before there's an event rather than scrambling after something occurs. So just to drive the point home, they could call or drop into the precinct and introduce themselves to the neighborhood community officer. I'm sorry. What yeah, they, it's the, uh, they call them NCOs, neighborhood coordinating officers. And so the idea is a, a call into the precinct. It's also uh, basically uh, all precincts have Twitter sites. Many of them have social media sites. So that's something that business uh, owners should also be up on because a lot of alerts, a lot of notifications are continually going out at the precinct level. Know your precinct. It's one thing to know the NYPD, but basically a business owner needs to really understand that their precinct is the entity they need to be interacting with. What advice do you have for business owners or people on the subway for that matter in de-escalating what seems to be a rising threatening situation? Awareness is certainly first and foremost, the idea of being aware of your surroundings. Uh, and this is where the idea of a business owner working through the social media uh, tools of a local precinct, aware of what's been happening uh, in their neighborhood, who's wanted for certain types of crimes, what types of crimes are occurring. So certainly on the subway system, travelers on the subway system, uh, or for that matter on the streets, need to be aware of their surroundings. And it's something that is oftentimes uh, uh, not done. Uh, unfortunately, in this day and age that I didn't think would ever return to it once again, but the advisories are going out from the police, the MTA, not to display jewelry, be conscious of your purses, uh, that type of uh, awareness. Uh, we had uh, up until 2018, the safest large city in America. And then as a result, unfortunately, of a lot of legislative reform movements that went astray, we now have, unfortunately, a city that is on edge and it's understandable because every day we hear about these crimes in the streets, in the subways, in our stores. And the good news is the department, the new mayor, Mayor Adams, are really focused on uh, dealing with these crimes. They're able to deal with it through much better technology the departments have to work with, but also through a concerted effort to improve uh, collaboration, neighborhood, 
watch groups, neighborhood business groups, working with their local police. So there's a lot that can be done in terms of awareness and awareness leads to prevention and prevention leads to increased public safety. But I noticed that you did not get into intervening. Should most people most of the time not intervene? I realize it's tough to give guidelines. Every situation is different, but the same. We, we uh, as a practice, don't give absolutes in that regard. Uh, each situation is very different in the sense of uh, depending on what's happening or the potential for something to happen. That's an individual judgment call really on the part of everybody. But this is where the awareness comes in. If you have uh, almost everybody in New York today is carrying one, if not two of these phones, the ability to video, uh, the ability to, and once again, being aware of your soundings. If you, I always see all the expression that we've been using for the last 20 years relative to terrorism. If you see something, say something. If you see something that's out of the ordinary or that has the potential to escalate, uh, the idea is to then say something. But saying something is really as easy as calling 311 or 911 if it's truly a life-threatening emergency. But the decision to uh, physically intervene into a situation, uh, whether it's uh, yelling at somebody to stop the activity, physically trying to inject yourself into it, uh, those are individual uh, decisions. And it's something that the department usually discourages the idea is to you know, call the police, seek assistance. But on occasion, we've seen it oftentimes, heroism. Uh, we saw this uh, uh, recent story of the pizza owners, the father and son, who right. saw an individual being assaulted outside their store, went out to assist. Unfortunately, both of them ended up being stabbed by injecting themselves into that situation. But uh, again, this is an individual's uh, determination on the part of people witnessing uh, what may be a crime. Neil. So, Commissioner Bren, uh, off of the awareness uh, point that you're making, should they consider these business owners, they don't have infinite resources, but they, should they consider investing in their own private security and how can they work with the NYPD? It's interesting that uh, the mayor the other day was talking about trying to deal with the shoplifting uh, situation in New York City, which is a national epidemic. Uh, many of the higher end, uh, uh, when I say higher end, I mean major corporation uh, entities such as the Dwayne Reed, CVS, are employing off-duty police officers. Uh, why police officers? Because they have found that the unarmed security officer oftentimes is not in the position to intervene when they are witnessing a shoplifting event in a store. And we've seen countless videos of even police officers being assaulted by uh, so-called shoplifters. This is uh, uh, one of the crimes in which the legislature is going to have to get its act together and understand this is not a minor crime, a quality of life type of crime. Uh, in many instances, it leads to stores closing because they can't afford to stay open. They can't afford security officers. They certainly can't afford off-duty police officers. So the idea uh, uh, here is to effectively try to, as much as possible, uh, uh, equip yourself with preventative type circumstances, cameras, et cetera. Security offices in some instances may work, but uh, oftentimes that uh, too depends on the neighborhoods. Certain neighborhoods uh, have a lot more crime of this type than others. And that's something that store owners need to be uh, mindful of also. What is the environment in their particular neighborhood, their particular block, their particular environment? 
Um, to put crime in perspective, obviously, this we're in an uptick here and businesses are still reeling from the pandemic. It's still not as bad as the 1970s, it's not as high uh, a murder rate or violent crime. But there is real fear and concern from business owners we speak to every week uh, about this crime, about the pandemic. What would you advise them about the viability and the safety of the city? One of the things is to stay politically aware. So much of the problem in New York City right now has been created by our elected officials. This is my perspective, uh, whether it's the city council, whether it's certainly the legislature in Albany, the passage of well-intended criminal justice reform laws that are wreaking havoc on the safety of the city and the fear level. And talking about shoplifting, for example, the idea that a police officer arrests somebody for shoplifting and effectively a judge has no ability to hold that person. They have to effectively let them go till the trial is actually scheduled. So shop owners, business associations uh, need to band together to keep a close eye on what their legislators are doing because so much of the current crime problem in this city has been created by, once again, well-intended uh, but incredibly bad results from criminal justice reform. Uh, we need to reform the reforms. And to this point in time, while the, mayor, the new mayor has been advocating for that, he's receiving phenomenal resistance from the city council and from the state legislature. This is where the business community can gather its strength, individual, block, neighborhood associations, to have their voices heard. And shame on them if they don't effectively have their voices heard. Aside from suspects being released, what else do you believe has caused, if anything else, this wave now? Uh, my own perspective is this resistance to uh, allowing police to enforce quality of life, so-called broken windows types of crimes, fare evasion in the subway, for example. Uh, so many of these seemingly victimless crimes, well, there is a victim, and that's a neighborhood. And shop owners certainly understand how their neighborhood deteriorates when graffiti is not addressed, when aggressive begging is not addressed, when public urination, public defecation, public street prostitution, public drug dealing, public uh, uh, acts of misbehavior are not able to be corrected by the police. Why? Because the district attorneys won't prosecute these minor crimes. Why? Because the legislature continues to pass laws minimizing what can be done to deal with these. So uh, the idea behind quality of life for windows policing, it's very similar to a garden. If you don't weed that garden, the weeds will eventually kill even the strongest oak. What's going on in New York City right now is a general repudiation of what worked for 20 years to make this the safest city in America. And that was an emphasis on serious crime, which the NYP does a very good job with. It was referenced earlier that there is still a lot less of that than there was back in 1990. But we are seeing a phenomenal growth in quality of life crime. And that's what's creating fear because it's what people see every day. That's what that shop owner sees every day when somebody brazenly walks in and steals items and walks out the door with no fear of punishment. So we need to really recognize what worked over the last 20 years to make New York as safe as it was and what has happened over the last four years to now make it, unfortunately, uh, increasingly, seemingly, one of the more dangerous cities in the country. Do you think, just to wrap up, that this will come under control somehow? And one question I have, with all the 
news about crime and the NYPD going out, taking away illegal guns, etc. Does the word of this get out in the, quote, criminal community? Is any message getting through that it's time to stop this behavior? That message is not getting out, unfortunately, because uh, so much of that minor crime is not penalized. So much of the serious crime and this is where coronavirus impacted in some respects because the court system effectively shut down for over a year. But even now that uh, so frequently people arrested on gun-related crimes are let go until their trial date. Uh, and so until we get tougher, if you will, on what to do with people who are arrested for serious crimes, such as gun-related crime, uh, we're not going to see an improvement. It's great to take thousands of guns off the street, but if in fact that is not serving as a deterrent because when they are arrested with that gun, nothing happens for month after month. And then when they do go to trial, which is usually in front of a judge, not a jury trial, oftentimes they're receiving uh, less of a sentence than uh, that particular act really requires. I'm not seeing an improvement anytime soon in the situation in New York or in the country. We have not turned a corner uh, like we did back in the early 90s, where we recognize that uh, we need to spend more time focused on the victims. Right now, our criminal justice system is too focused on trying to take care of the defendants. And New York City is one of the leading examples of what happens when you do that. Well, thank you for your time and your ideas and some suggestions that I hope some business owners can uh, take up and think about, especially by working the uh, local, working with the local precinct. You don't have to worry about going in there if you're not arrested, right? Well, you, listen, you, you want to have the relationship before the fact. So it's local precincts, but also local elected officials. They need to hear what uh, business communities in New York are going through and how they're suffering. They need to hear that message. Thank you, Commissioner William Bratton. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.